Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Leadership Talks for Emerging Leaders. Leadership Talks is a podcast hosted by Leadership Card, a leadership coaching training organization. Leadership Card is the brainchild of four individuals, Kiran Deep Sandhu, Ashish Tata, Ramam Krishnan, and Mr. Devesh Mohan, who share a common vision and mission to support one million emerging leaders in their growth journey by helping them to solve problems for self, others, and the organization. Leadership Card team runs uh, leadership programs and comes with over 100 years of experience from diverse fields. Every week on Leadership Talks, we invite leaders from varied fields and industries to share their stories and tips and strategies which you can use to accelerate your growth journey. I'm your friend, Kirindeep Sandhu, a leadership communication coach, and I'm here hosting today's episode along with Devesh Mohan on the topic of passionate leadership. Thank you. Thank you, Kiran. And uh, in today's episode, we have the privilege of having Mr. Dhiren Kamar, who has been a food and beverage industry leader with over three decades of experience. Dhiren has been into various global executive positions with food ingredients giants for many years. Dhiren began his career as an award-winning chef at ITC and later with Taj Hotels. He spotted an early opportunity in the industry and soon his entrepreneur journey started. He has founded and successfully executed a pioneering venture focused on fine pastries, a chain of cafes and event company and more. Dhiren specializes in forming market entry strategy and driving innovation for startups and early growth companies. His forte in building strong relationship across enterprise customers is a secret ingredient in his ability to swiftly establish entities. Dhiren is a TEDx speaker, a social worker. He has established a school for underprivileged children. He's has been a president of Bangalore Blood Bank, an endurance athlete, and the list goes on. <laughs> so welcome, Dhiren, and thank you so much for making time to be with us today. Thank you, Devish. Thank you. And uh, that really made me, you know, feel nice. Uh, I didn't know all that stuff about myself as well. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank and, you for no Thank surprises you. every time uh, because because we many times just forget but yeah you have been doing so many things all across so let me take that credit of making you remember again <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. nice to be so, here thank good. you for inviting me it's pleasure pleasure so uh so so let me ask this question therein uh as as i was introducing you there are so many things which you have done in your in in your career in your your professional journey you have worn so many hats whether it's being a chef or being an entrepreneur or being a c level uh, leader in the fnb industry it has been just a phenomenal journey if i sit outside and looking at your the way you have been doing so many things so what has been your inspiration which made you to reinvent yourself into each and every time into these new assignments and how you were able to create uh, that sustainable success for yourself. You know, Devish, I think there are some things which pretty much remain the same. 
and not just your life, but through the experiences that you thread together. Uh, working with people, for example, uh, definitely there's a lot of learning and I've seen myself evolve of how I've dealt with people. But if it gives you real happiness of working with a group of people, that's something that stays common throughout your career. Um, another aspect that I would think that worked for me is always looking at innovation, always looking at how to do something new, how to do something different, how to find a gap in the market uh, and exploit that. So that has been a common theme, be it as you know, people call chefs uh, innovators, uh, but also as as you are in uh, in the industry, you need to keep innovating yourself. You need to keep innovating uh, for your customers. So that's that's something uh, that is quite quite. I, I think top of the list, I would say, the aspect of uh, finding and as markets are changing. Uh, markets evolve very fast it's about finding those gaps in the market, um, both for the benefit of the company that you work with or for yourself and also for the customer. So having that customer obsessiveness of doing well for the customer keeps things going, you know, absolutely in front. So those, those are the things that I found have been common threads throughout my career and throughout what I've, I've been through. But then there are things which have also changed. Um, mm -hmm. Let's say there is a yearning for having larger uh, challenges, the, a larger scope of doing things, having a larger impact. And mm -hmm. that's been a search that I always started doing. So when I was managing a small team as a chef, then a larger team, then a unit, and then it goes on and on. And you keep looking for the next big scope of what you want to do. So that that aspect has been a common thread and has helped me uh, find more opportunities, find different opportunities that uh, I think have brought uh, op you know opportunities for me to make an impact there. The other aspect uh, and a very important one uh, is the type of leadership. I think I've evolved uh, as a leader through my career as these experiences grew. Uh, of course, we talk about situational leadership. We talk about uh, how we deal with different people differently, but it's also about how you are evolving as a leader. And I found myself dealing differently in the same situations as well. And that, I think, was what contributed to my growth. Uh, but also that you take the plunge, you take that opportunity with both your hands to make that difference. So it's not just about sitting on the sidelines. It's about really making uh, uh, an attempt to grab those opportunities with both hands. And the learning comes to you, the opportunities comes to you, the growth comes to you. Uh, and therefore, of course, the, the, um, the fruit as as uh, uh, Kiran reminded me, I think uh, at some point uh, during my TEDx talk, I spoke about these phases uh, that I could classify them into uh, the areas of pressure, how to handle pressure, how to withstand that. But with pressure, as, as, as a carbon becomes a diamond, you become better and better. So a lot of times when I'm uh, coaching uh, my team, uh, and, and I use this word with them. I said, look, I, I'm a diamond polisher here. 
you guys are diamonds but i am the diamond polisher so if i rub you very hard trust me i am doing it for your benefit so this is <laughs> what i prefer so pressure comes from there uh dealing <laughs> never stand back never uh take take a stand back from you know thinking that what might happen if such and such thing or if there's danger of what might happen otherwise of course you have not to be reckless but um i think being adventurous but more than adventurous is being that exploratory aspect of finding new things to do and and going there so those those are important and they they for, for sure they bring a lot of nice experience if they don't bring the fruits they will bring that experience mm. uh and it's really amazing what you have just shared is that yeah. the journey has been exponential from where you started and i think the common threads have just kept you focused towards the bigger goals that you wanted to accomplish in this journey period so i would devesh you want to add anything from this uh, this thing All right. so this this was one this was wonderful dhiran because uh, some of the aspects which i found was in terms of that there are certain things which remain uniform right and mm-hmm. and that's something which becomes the core for your growth but also as as you progressed in this corporate journey there there were situationally you change few things you talked about that uh, similar situations you started to deal differently which is like an evolution of a leader which you talked about and that was something which was great for me also as a as as learning because many times we just continue to repeat that natural way of doing things which which is there and how as a leader you were able to really change yourself even in those similar situation that was a great learning for me personally so good thank you so much dhiran that that was and 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 and, and your analogy of the pressure uh, uh, pressure to the carbon Parents. making it a diamond <laughs> that's that's something i'm just thank you steal steal that quote steal that quote <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So I think a lot of the so, leaders yeah. who might be tough on their uh, on their teams might be saying that we're just crafting you, we're just polishing you, and they will be taking Darren's <laughs> line to be applying it on them, and that will be the chain has started today. Now, okay, let me ask you this question, Darren. Um, you've you've been, I mean, this journey of growth. You've been in this industry. You're a continuous learner. You're constantly, whether it's uh, innovation as a chef. or as in constantly applying it into your entrepreneurship you've gone into doing pro uh, executive educational programs with ncr harvard mit you're a learner so why is it so important for a leader to be constantly learning i mean that's what you are showing everybody else would you share insights i think i think that aspect goes back um a little bit uh in my childhood and mm-hmm. um um so maybe i'll i'd like to share something which i probably not shared uh, with many people in a long time um i've i've had the privilege of going to very good schools i've had mm-hmm. the privilege of having those opportunities of learning there however i think at that time um i was not a great student i was mm-hmm. not focused i was uh, forever you know jumping from things to things and i never never really focused on studies at all um i i managed uh, you know and, and my parents realized it thanks thanks to them 
um, because normally, uh, you know, people will go to um, STEM courses or other things, and we'll speak about that a little later. But, you know, the learning aspect was that I never really studied too much. And later on in life, I realized the value of what I did not do. Mm. And uh, mm. call it playing catch up, call it whatever. But I think at some point the penny drops that education is important. I, I started working at 20. And, uh, you know, uh, you, you get into your career, you start building your career, the successes come and you're, you're uh, on that roller coaster. But then one day you step back and say, hey, where am I going to go with this? Because at some point I'm just a graduate or I'm just this. I've not kept on with my learning. I learn on the job, but is that enough? Mm. And so when that starts worrying you, maybe it came a little late to me because uh, I, I, I went uh, to the course. I did a year's course uh, at NCAD, of course, with Devesh as my um, uh, colleague. That was in 2011. And I was already 22, 24 years in the industry at that time. So it's never too late, I would say. Uh, but don't, don't, uh, my, my advice is always keep education uh, front and center. It always will bring a lot of advantages. One is the formal learning. That's, mm. that's for sure. And everybody says that, but I think it brought a lot of informal learning, the networks, the mm. colleagues, the, the people that I've met along the way and learned from them. I think that's mm. been far much more, uh, than what I've learned in the classrooms as well. Mm. So the world is changing uh, forever. It, sh it it definitely keeps to it keeps changing, and you have to keep changing your thoughts, your ideas, your way of thinking around that, and uh, keeping yourself abreast with these uh, aspects is important. So I, I use this as a tool. I keep looking at courses, whether they are formal, informal, uh, but of course, meeting people and speaking to them has been the most amazing aspect where this has helped is you get to know so many different dots and when you are in in any situation when you're in a leadership situation when you have to take those decisions mm -hmm. you're able mm -hmm. to see that you're able to connect those dots and that's mm -hmm. that's more than education that's learning that's mm -hmm. knowledge that's application yeah. So that's what we were talking about, the type of leadership, which means dealing differently in similar situations. It's because of the perspectives and experiences probably that you had gained from different people that brought them, you were able to bring them back and actually connect those dots. I mean, that could. Yeah. 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 No, and, Very... and, and also in terms of what, when you talked about therein in terms of meeting different people from different backgrounds, and as a leader, basically, because it also becomes very important about to know the macro level conditions of the economic backgrounds which are there, which really, as, as a leader, when you are in those C-level positions, you need that understanding also very well, rather than going yeah. micro level detailed into the what activities, because there, there is teams who would be taking care of, but you need to think ahead of that where the industry could go and what are those other industries who can impact in your industry and having that macro level as a as as a top leader uh, i think uh, really helps and uh, meeting with different 
people from different industries and definitely some of the best uh, of the profs which which we get to connect with and 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 have discussions i think that all makes a lot of difference so yeah absolutely absolutely, absolutely. some and, of these courses i've met the best of the best across industries and so it's it's yes. not just that you get you know, within your industry within your uh, mm-hmm. uh, specialization you get start getting compartmentalized but yes. the problems sometimes remain the same so whether it's a people related issue or whether it's a new product launch issue or something like that and you see a perspective yeah. that somebody from the bfsi or somebody from insurance or somebody from another industry has a completely different Absolutely. perspective and mm. that helps yes. you have a have have much better thinking develop your thinking yeah yeah and i and yeah. i would also say this to our viewers from what uh, nirena has shared with us is that the importance of networks and widen your network so that you have different ideas and thoughts of uh, of perspectives that are happening outside your own industry and the second uh, yeah so that would be the big one that we talk about and learn from them and bring them back into your industry and take it and take new roles yep. i think that's another thing that if you want to grow mm. you can't within you have to grow by getting outside your comfort zone whether it's a new learning new course new program new friends new networks this is basically getting outside your comfort zone and yeah. being your your new best self out there and and i tell you it makes great conversation now now after so many years it makes great conversation over parties when you start yeah. telling people hey i've been a chef so oh, really <laughs> Uh, and then and then i've had my own business for 10 years really and then i joined private equity wow and then corporate so how i mean how do and and it's a great interesting conversation but you know at this point i maybe it was not in a planned way i would be very honest with you maybe it was not planned that this is the trajectory but mm. as devesh said you look for those different things you look for those opportunities where you can learn but also make an impact of a larger kind and these different opportunities come to you but you have to be really um uh gutsy you have to be uh, a bit more uh, you know uh, risk taker risk taking is one aspect but i think it's a layer above that that you become the explorer so that explorer mentality takes you into so many different areas uh and and it plays out well yeah very very true very true yeah Nourish, absolutely yeah. yeah so yeah i think uh, one of the message for the audience is in terms of that in in, in today in today's world i think what remains important that you need to continuously wear your learning hat and that's mm-hmm. not something which you should drop so i think that's a message which you are giving it therein very aptly and and that's what we also try to do from a leadership card point of view that how mm-hmm. we can be that agent of change for many emerging leaders in terms of to just influence them that this is so important that you need to yeah. be in that continuous learning uh phase in in all through your corporate life gone are those days when when it was told that okay you have done engineering wow, just do engineering after that you will get a good job and life will be set <laughs> right or after that you get a job okay just get married and 
life will be set so those are those are the days which have gone you <laughs> you have to just continue learning so good it, it's it's great conversation there so so yeah uh, i think that that made me to reach out to this uh, next question to you like hotel industry which was like just an uncharted territory three decades back right uh, and and it it doesn't probably at that point of time would have not fit in that general bill of like parents pushing all the all parents would be pushing their kids okay do engineering or or be doctor how, how you were able to really turn that tide for you in terms of to get into this at that point of time probably an extremely or relatively unknown uh, as as a career making choice uh, how how it all happened because i think this will be really very relevant from today's point of view also mm-hmm. because there are now so many plethora of choices for the children who are there so so probably how parents from a parents point of view how it it becomes important that they they give that wings to their children to just think through that how they need to just go in those uncharted path which you probably did 3 3 decades back so yeah it was it was uh, um i wouldn't say it was pure serendipity at that time um as as i shared i was not a great student uh, but i knew a lot of things and i was involved in a lot of things even at that time um my parents recognized this and thanks to them um they saw that while others were studying for stem courses they were specializing either you know it used to be doctor or engineer and that's it and i i was clearly not cut out for something like that i did try however getting into you know pharmacy um uh, but i i i used to hate chemistry i think i lasted two weeks or something in that uh, class <laughs> i said no i'm 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 not going to do this and my parents were find with it saying fine if this is not what you like don't do it and i think they spoke with someone who told them that hotels was the sunrise industry at that time mm-hmm. and it was was really starting to mature and says this could be something interesting and probably the aspect of that i was you know probably a foodie even at that age i used to get my hands on all different kinds of foods if not i would mix the most weirdest combination in my mom's kitchen and eat it in the evening so maybe there is something there so they said yeah why don't you try this and i loved it i loved it the, from the moment go it wasn't easy hotel management trust me is a very very hard industry so we used to have classes from 9 in the morning till 5:30 and 6:30 in the evening we had to report to a hotel to work till about midnight and this used to be crazy hours and this was physical work so but that's that's what what doesn't break you uh, makes you uh, so i really really loved that part of my uh, you know beginning of my work life i think uh, what would have been nice was maybe i would have added uh, maybe an mba course or something at that point of time of course resources were an issue i did get admission into a place abroad but we did not have enough money even for the tickets to go there at that point of time so i had to miss on those opportunities but i think everything happens for a reason um my interest in food grew and grew and it, and i've been able to apply it in so many different ways not just as a chef but in so many different ways and so i've been i've been grateful for those opportunities that i've got and there are opportunities which come to you and there's opportunities that you create 
um, I, I'll take take the line of what Steve Jobs said: "Stay hungry, stay foolish." <laughs> I was I had a great job at the Taj, and I was doing well. They put me in charge of a division. I was twenty six, twenty seven. They put me in charge of a division. Say, can you grow this? Sure, look at it. And then I said, okay, if I can do it for them, I can do it for myself. Mm. And I quit. And wow. I started my own business. Who knew you needed a business plan? You needed funding. You needed all that <laughs> completely out. But I had this strong conviction that something needed to be done. That there was this gap in the market I could fill. That there was something that I could appeal to to the consumers. And mm. so. I did that, and those ten years of my life were my MBA. I learned mm. on the job. I, I learned to do probably everything from finance to marketing to uh, managing government to everything. And yeah, that was my ten-year MBA. But those are, I think, opportunities. Uh, th those are things that come as you explore yourself and explore the environment around you. So yeah, you never know how things. So you've got to, I think in this case, I would say is therein that it'd probably be the parents. So if you can be more supportive towards the choices that your children are making, which may not be very conventional and, and then let, let the, I mean, everybody wants to be successful. Nobody says I'm going to take a job because I want to fail. Nobody does that. So as long as we have, we can believe them, trust them, and hold their hand and be supportive enough to give them a basic platform. I think we all can find our ways. And our absolutely, ways. I, I I owe that to my parents for doing that, and and, and I I think uh, I owe it to my daughter to doing that. So my daughter mm -hmm. comes up to me, and she's also in a great school. She says, "I want to do music." So okay, no idea what we are doing because nobody in the family has ever done music. But she was a good musician, and uh, fine. If you want to explore it, go ahead and explore it. And then after a couple of years, she says, "No, I want to pivot. I I want to go to literature. Uh, I want to do something around that." Great. And so she's exploring that. She studies at Boston University, and she's exploring this. She's exploring art management. Good for her. I I think she'll find her way. Uh, but there's so much, so much more that the world can offer you. Uh, it's about finding your passion. Absolutely, finding so your passion. The, and, <laughs> and 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 no wonder that's that's the that's the topic of being a passionate leader, right? So that's you yeah. you we had so much of passion there, and you turned that passion into your profession. So that's that's great, and and I think that gets the message for the parents too in terms of that. Be supportive. How you are doing there in today in terms of supporting your child? That figure yeah. out what what you see that so i think that's that's a great uh, great message for for today's parents in terms of to just keep supporting their kids yeah over to you we are nearly close to the end of this show but we are talking about passionate leadership and you have shared many examples through your journey of how you passionately navigated this journey what would be your message to our emerging leaders of how to pursue their passions or a message for you with the emerging leaders? Um, I think first is, uh, I think recognizing that life has many facets. It's not just work. And I think uh, a lot of people now realize it sooner than I did and, and good for them because it took me many years to get to that point. I was really a workaholic. 
I had so much energy, but it was all going into my work. And then at some point I said, uh, how can I disperse this? How can I put this to better use? Mm. Um, so of course there was public speaking at one point of time. And that, that came really about because I was terrified of speaking to people, uh, terrified mm. of standing in front of an audience, but that's the demon you uh, conquer. The other aspect was I was fairly uh, outdoor, outdoorish. So I used to do a lot of sport. I used to play football uh, at, at a district level at one point. And so I brought that back and said, how can I do more? I started running and I started cycling. Uh, it really helps me today because it puts me in not just keeping my mind and body healthy, but it puts me in a meditative state where I can think better. And so while I'm cycling, while I'm running, I am in that meditative state. Mm -hmm. So it brings me much more than just physical uh, benefits. And the last one, and I think this is the largest one that I think has impacted me as I you know, try to impact others is the social impact. So I've been fortunate when in my previous role uh, in the company, I proposed to the uh, directors that we could set up um, a school for the underprivileged. Uh, it, this was a bakery ingredient company. And what we knew best was how to turn out bakers. Mm. So they said, great, why don't you do that? And so we mm. set up a pilot school in Navi Mumbai uh, that uh, took on 25 students every year for a two-year program while they were doing their 11th and 12th studies in the day. In the evenings, they used to be learning skills around bakery in Patisserie. And it's been 10 years now. And I tell you, it's been such a satisfying journey. Every year, 25 kids rolling out and they join the industry. Most of them are earning from day one more than their parents who are either maids or auto rickshaw drivers, stuff like that. But it's so nice to see the impact of, of uh, that school. It's the uh, yeah, Purato's Sanskar School. It's an amazing, amazing story. So you can find uh, on YouTube, you can find the story as well there. That's into beautiful. the comment also. We'll put it into the description so that more people can find out about the initiatives. I want to take this opportunity, Dhiren, to thank you for being here, to be here, to share your journey, your passions, and so that you can inspire more emerging leaders to be passionate about their dreams follow through. They will never be, you know, stay hungry, stay focused, and, you know, just stay hungry, stay foolish, and keep growing. Foolish and more foolish. Don't be more afraid of the foolishness. That's it. <laughs> With that, I would like to say thank you to our listeners today. Leadership Talks for Emerging Leaders will be back next week with another leader to share their journey. Tune into Leadership Talks for Emerging Leaders on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and join the Leadership Card Facebook page. This is your host, Kiran Deep Sandhu and Devesh, as well as Kiran signing off. Till next week. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Kiran and Devesh, Thank for you. the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you.